Schmodcast, it's a podcast, it's a podcast, Schmodcast. Ooh! <laughs> Wasn't sure how to come in there, but I think I nailed it. <laughs> you nailed it. That was exactly what I was anticipating. We didn't even rehearse that. No, can you even believe it? It was so professional. I cannot believe it. It's mm. it's amazing. Hi, Rebecca. Hi, Rachel. How you doing? I'm good. I'm so happy to be on the Schmodcast podcast with you. For those of you who are just tuning in, we're just two platonic life partners ringing in the new year on our podcast called Schmodcast. Yep. Out with old 2022. <laughs> Hello, 2023. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I can't believe it that it's almost 2023. Can you believe it? Yeah. This year's felt like the whole full 365.4 days to me or 0.25 days to me. Yeah. It has. Tell me more yeah. about that. Not in a like bad way. I just like sometimes I feel like years go by in a blink and I can't believe how fast they went. And others are like dragging on because there's some annoying thing that I can't get away from except with the passage of time. And this one's felt like really balanced. We talk a lot about mm. our like isolate and saturate is sort of how we want to operate. And that that was really true for me this year where we had some couple of months of like quiet and we're just like hosting friends and family and getting into the new Hawaii routine. And then like flip the script. I'm like traveling all over the place, living out of mm -hmm. a suitcase, overwhelmed, saturate, saturate. And then back to just quiet, quiet, happy, chill. Yeah. yeah. So I, like I feel like this week. It's like been, wear, your, wear your pajamas all day or be like traveling. Those are the two options. Yeah. yeah zero or a hundred. So I feel yeah. like um I feel like this year has been really good to us both, but like especially me. And I feel like ready to like start the next one, but not any kind of like, damn, it went by so fast or whatever. I just feel appropriately like happy and ready to move on. Yeah. 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 What about you? you? Also, you just added a really excellent word to our, our little phrase about we isolate and saturate. You just added the word operate. So I'm going to turn it into a cheer. Isolate, <laughs> saturate. This is how we operate. That's uh, how we're going to uh, handle uh, it. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah. <laughs> Next time That's one good. of us is like lamenting, oh, now I have to pack to travel. We're going to be like, isolate, isolate saturate. saturate. This is this how, we, is how operate. we operate. I love yeah, that. Oh, it's good. That's so nice. <laughs> <laughs> how about you? Um, I, you know what? I think I asked you the question because I'm not really sure how I feel about it myself. Like, I, mm. I, I've, I'm not sure how to feel about the passage of time right now. Hmm. It's just, it's fast, it's slow, it's so many things. But we have plenty of time on this podcast to go into that because the title of this episode, episode number 17, is ta-da. And as we have mentioned on our last couple of podcasts, podcasts, we are spending a little time on this final 2022 episode. We're going to spend a little time going over our ta-da list for the year. Um, but before we get into that, we do have a little intro question and some connects and corrects. So, um, and the intro and the connects and corrects are really meant to just help us reflect on the holidays that just passed because we haven't recorded an episode for a little while. So just first thing, how were these past couple of weeks for you, Rebecca? They're really nice. Our, um, well, family came into town for the the Christmas holiday, my mom Pam and my sister Michelle. If you ever listen to the podcast, shout out hello. Hey. Um, they came for the holiday, which was really, really special for me because they traveled very, very far from Texas to come here. And 
Uh, my sister had already been to Hawaii earlier in the year on a different island for a really close friend's wedding. So it was like, I know it was an extra like budgetary consideration. It just really, really made my year, I think, end on a high note that they came out to celebrate Christmas with us. And we got to show them a version of Hawaii that's like how people really live, like where we really live, where mm-hmm. our friends are, who our friends are. And it just felt really special. And, and also lots and lots of relaxing time and just hanging mm-hmm. out at the house and like reminiscent of like our childhood Christmases where you would just be not bored, but just like very slothish watching yes. lots of movies and snacking on lots of good things and just chitter chatting about everything and nothing all at once. It was, yeah. it was a really, really nice week. Yeah. I think maybe that's part of why so many holiday celebrations revolve around like really close family and friends as well is because these are people that you can just like not have a plan with chit chit chat watch Mm -hmm. movies who cares like be just fully unwound I guess yeah it felt really really relaxing and then I worked this last week but it was like the best week of the year to work because everyone else Mm -hmm. is off so I got a lot of like those nagging things that you know you just need like three hours of heads down time to get it done so that that was really a really nice little work week and then now we have a long weekend for the holiday yes yeah second long weekend in a row let's keep it going always do this four day work week 2023 (laughs) (laughs) uh well so along those same lines i kind of wanted for our connects and corrects to just um debrief a little bit some of the most amazing christmas cards we got i think one of the things i love the most about the end of the year is that I do come from a number of different social circles that are really into holiday cards. Mm -hmm. So we receive a lot of holiday cards from loved ones and it is so dear to me. I love getting the pictures and the notes. I love getting updated addresses. Just it's a good time to reflect on like, wow, these are people that still think of me as like, important enough to send me their updates at the end of the year, even if I haven't seen them in a year or two. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I I um, wanted to give a shout out to a couple of them that have really good um, uh, styles. So one of them, I don't know if you, you've seen all these too, Rebecca, but one of them I just wanted to hold up and show to you and like describe a little bit her style is our friend Tracy's holiday card. Yeah. Um, where Tracy, if you're listening and anyone who's not listening or who can't see this, <laughs> I'll describe to you. It's really cool. She had like a picture for every month of the year and it's a front and back card. And then each month it says like January 2022 and gives a short description and a picture of something that was important to her that month. And mm-hmm. then does that for every single month. And I thought that was a really cool way of recapping her year. Instead of just writing a letter, she basically did like an Instagram recap. Yeah, we should we should tuck that away as like a potential inspiration for when we want to send out cards. I really like the the highlight rather than the news form. It's a yeah, picture. it's really the sweet. highlight yeah. reel. We got three different Christmas cards this year that were just like single ladies and their dogs from mm. three separate single ladies and their dogs, all of which I loved to death. Christina, <laughs> Hannah, Aunt Teresa, love, love, love. The Mm -hmm. pictures of you with your dogs in the snow, of Mm. your dogs napping on the couch, 
of you just smiling so big with your dogs. Those were a highlight of the Christmas cards this year for me, too. <laughs> um, speaking of dogs, my sister Anna and her uh, partner and business partners, the Pause and Smile um, Dog Care Company um, business Christmas card is always a delight. Rebecca, I look like forward. To describe? Yeah, yeah. I look forward to this one every year because even though it's different every year, it has the same sort of format, which is like a family <laughs> portrait. Usually, everyone dons an ugly or some or festive holiday sweater or matching. Then, They've done like matches, full matching. Yeah, and then they also pose their their two the two like household dogs, not like the business, the not like their client dogs. Which is a huge, huge white dog named Aoife. And then the teeny tiniest little black chihuahua, Rigo, which is a little bit like you have to find him because he often is like sitting (laughs) in a place like in front of a dark sweater and you can't really see him. Or he's like hiding behind Aoife. Uh, It's just so beautiful. And also what I really like is the lighting. Like I don't remember who does the (sighs) photography. but Davey. Yeah. They've gotten like. More and more professional, like like the first year it was kind of like see like you went to Sears and did that photo, and then over time it feels like like a real professional photographer. Mm. Now they're really getting it down. It's, it's so really nice. Good. I don't know if you can see also in this picture, Rebecca, but um, Efa, the big white dog, is posed in the front, and just behind her, her human dad Patrick is actually wearing a Christmas sweater with Efa on it of her face. <laughs> yes, yes. There's always these delightful little Easter eggs in all of their yeah. cards. I, I hope for all of our listeners, I hope you get to make it to the Pause and Smile annual Christmas card list. It's, it's really, a real treat. Yeah, it's really a treat. We also had a couple good like one-liners. So my friend Laura Morell sent us a Christmas card with like pictures of her kids. And they're so – this whole family is like so beautiful. And then um, in their actual note on the card, there's a couple good one-liners. For example, they went to her um, – uh, they went to her siblings' weddings this year, and one of uh-huh. her notes was, uh, "We loved welcoming two new family members, and Augie, her son, loved swimming in his tuxedo in the hotel fountain mid reception." <laughs> 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 I like that visual. Visual. They also have started sailing, and her note on that was that her kids are mediocre first mates. <laughs> so, I like picturing that too. Um, and we had a couple good one-liners. Also, my um, my mom's side of the family really loves Christmas letters. And I really liked this one from, from Uncle Ed. One of his quotes in his letter is, at least neither of us was bitten by a rattlesnake, though there was opportunity. <laughs> Just leaves a lot to the imagination there. Just, you always got to leave people wanting more. Yeah. It's, and, and Uncle Ed gets it. Yeah, he does. He gets it. <laughs> Speaking of aunts and uncles, at least two of the family Christmas cards also mentioned their nieces in Hawaii, which I really also enjoyed. I like that our platonic life partnership has become enough of um, it's been validated enough in our circles now that we're being referred to as nieces, plural. And I really like that. Yeah, and that was, like, especially meaningful to me. So, like, much, much gratitude and thank you. I feel like I officially made it into the Markowitz <laughs> slash did. Frost family. So I've been I've been auditioning for many, many years, and <laughs> I think I finally made it. You're yeah. in. You're in. I'm in. And you can't get rid of me, so hope you like it. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think they do like it. And <laughs> the last Christmas card in our little connects and corrects, this is a treasure every single year. Anna's best friend, Kelly, mm. sends mm-hmm. the most hilarious Christmas card every year. What she does is she photoshops herself into um, pop culture images from the year or like images that relay basically like maybe a top five news story or like cultural happening of the year. And she photoshops herself into them and that's her Christmas card. But this year... We don't recognize almost any of the photos, which means Rebecca and I are getting so old. Out of touch. Totally out of touch. Out of touch. So mm-hmm. we're looking at this card right now, and there's one that I re- recognize. Um, Kelly has a corn on the cob, and she's with the corn kid, which Rebecca doesn't know, but there, I'll show you a video later, Rebecca. It's just this really cute video of a kid who loves corn. Okay. Um. <laughs> There's one that we've decided is, what did you think this one is? It's the um, prequel to Game of Thrones, um, Game of Dragons. House of the Dragon, Game of Dragons. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) super. So I know it for sure. That's definitely what it is. And then she just photoshopped her face on one of the actresses. Yeah, it's just it's brilliant. Her, it's she's really good at the photoshopping too. Like you can't all like you have to like find Kelly in them. She's like yeah. usually in the background or like somehow like celebrating with the person. So yeah, that it's was the so good. Game of Dragons. And what's this one? You think this one is Stranger <laughs> Things? Well, yeah. So we kind of deduced that that's probably what it is. It's a girl flying above a headstone in some kind of a graveyard setup with other people in the background. So it's supposed to be like spooky paranormal. So we're I didn't guessing because that, that show is still going, but maybe I, it is. Well, this is this is an exact that sentence in in fact puts the nail in the coffin of how out of touch we are. Yeah, because Kelly, help we us don't explain. even know. Yeah, we don't. We don't even know, know. We don't know who, which musical artist this is that she appears to be celebrating with. It it appears to be a dude in like a red vest and mm-hmm. a. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't he's know he's he's singing though. Is it Super Bowl? Last year's Super Bowl? I don't know. He looks excited. It looks like a lot of pyrotechnics in the background. And then there's also one of like maybe a famous woman in a a, a like blue Mm -hmm. bra top and blue shorts and a blue overshirt, like drinking a Negroni. Yeah. Spagliato with Prosecco. Yeah, I... I, I think it looks amazing. Her outfit is great. I like the monochromatic style, and I have no idea who this person is. We don't know. Kelly, if you're listening, tell like, us. Is it, it's not Jennifer Lawrence, is it? But kind of looks a little like her. And here's the thing. Like, Kelly is so good at these cards. I am certain that 90% of the people she sent it to know 100% of the pictures. Yeah. I think what it's pointing out to me is that I have become especially out of touch with current events. Yeah. At least the like pop culture references. Yeah. Just, so I I guess just for everybody old. that's screaming because they, they know even from our vague descriptions like who yeah. it is and what it is. Yeah, of course, future correct coming your way. Yeah. We're going to reverse we're gonna image search all are. of these and figure them out. <laughs> or not. But either way, we'll at least give some updates as we find them. <laughs> yeah. And this is a great tie-in to a, a New Year's schmodcast because basically what it is is we're getting old, okay? Everybody's older. getting older. Yeah, yeah, everybody's getting older. I wonder what will be on Kelly's Christmas card next year. 
Um, it's just the passage of time. Mm. That's lovely. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's, let's bounce into our hot tops, which this, uh, episode again, instead of, um, we've done this a few times now where instead of having separate hot tops, we kind of have a joint hot top and this time it is just ta-da 2022 ta-da list. And to start with, we invited a few of you to submit your own ta-da's which we are going to listen to together. And do you want to explain like what a tada list is? How about you do that? Okay. So I think most people are probably familiar with a to-do list, which would be like a list of things that you need to do. A tada list is a list of your accomplishments. And so Rachel and I decided to close out the year that we would do our tada, like list of accomplishments for the year. And um, some of our friends were kind enough to send theirs on, too, so we get to listen to them. Exactly. So we have four of our um, friends' tadas, and we're going to start with one from Nat. Are you ready? Yeah, come on, Nat. Okay, here we go. Hello, Nat here. Um, hi, Rachel. Hi, Rebecca. Uh, Rachel sent me a message to ask uh, what I've done on my ta-da list. <laughs> ta-da! <laughs> uh, one of the items that I feel really proud about is finishing all of my hours to become fully licensed as a clinical therapist. Um, and in state North Carolina and I think most states it's 3000 hours. So it's a lot of hours and a lot of work and it feels really good to have finished that, uh, to become fully licensed. Um, and that was the item off of my ta-da list. Uh, but thanks for asking (laughs) and I hope everyone had a good Christmas and a happy new year. Bye. Yay, Nat! Yeah, congratulations, fully licensed therapist Nat. Oh, that's so cool. Isn't that amazing? I mean, hearing the number of hours it took to do that, I was just like blown away. Yeah, it's just, wow, good job. That's awesome. What a good tada. Yeah, and it makes me wonder how many of the rest of you out there maybe had something that you have been working on for many, many years that Mm -hmm. um, you may have either finished in 2022 or are close to finishing. Um, And we're just really excited for you. Way to go. (laughs) All right. um, Our next ta-da comes from Lelia. And I'm going to start playing it now. You ready? I am. All right. Hi there, this is Lelia Galland, and I am based in New Orleans, Louisiana. And I came out this year. My big ta-da and celebration is publicly claiming that I am queer and polyamorous. And as Rachel's college roommate, she definitely remembers how deeply closeted I have been for most of my life. And it was a beautiful life-affirming decision Mm -hmm. to come out first to my newsletter community where I share a weekly essay um, just about what's going on in my personal life, everything from Botox to navigating (laughs) anxiety and talking about those real-life moments Mm -hmm. we all experience but don't always talk about. And my decision to come out as queer and poly was, you know, somewhat terrifying but also 
really freeing. Mm -hmm. And ultimately, I ended up writing a piece at the Huffington Post reflecting about my experience, which I think Rachel can put in the show notes. Yes. And going on to work now on a poly queer memoir Hmm. that really supports people who are navigating these identities, perhaps later in life, recognizing there's something other than straight or are seeking something other than monogamy. So Rachel asked me to share my email um, or rather my website, and that is leliagowland.com. That's L-E-L-I-S-G-O-W-L-A-N-D.com. I would love to connect with folks. And if the newsletter sounds like it's of interest, be in touch. Happy New Year, y'all. Yes, Lelia. Ta-da. <laughs> that one gives me chills. I can just like, mm. we're so, so proud of you, Lelia, if that's the right word. And um, just like delighted to be a part of that journey with you in any way, shape or form. It's inspiring. It's um, it's a relief to hear other people's like stories and struggles. Mm-hmm. Um especially at the ages that we're at now. It's like, I think a lot of people assume that by your mid to late thirties, your um, sort of public identity anyway is pretty uh, finalized and right. it's just not, it's just not. Yeah. And I, I mean, I, I especially love the fact that, I mean, it was, it was brave, but it's also really cool to see Lilia who's always been an entrepreneur and always doing all these inspiring things to just like continue to evolve like her own understanding of herself mm-hmm. and her life and how she wants to live and then sharing it for everybody. Yes. So even if that's not like exactly your path that you're on, I just think it's so inspiring to like take a listen to how Lilia has like carved this path out for herself. And then also just like changes directions as it suits her and like where her life is going. It's really, really inspiring and cool. Yeah. And I think part of what we're saying when we use the word inspiring is just that like that allows the rest of us, it like gives us permission to say, what are my, um, how am I evolving as a person and how do Mm -hmm. I want to present myself differently? And it's never too late and it's never, there's nothing wrong about it. I get to still, um, require people to sort of meet me where I'm at mm-hmm. and I'm allowed to to show them where I'm at so that they can meet me there really and cool. celebrate where you are yes. so yay celebrating Lelia yes if you all are listening and want to celebrate Lelia extra or just want to learn more about um, that journey for her she has this amazing newsletter community um, she is a professional speaker and consultant mm-hmm. and um, she gave you her website there. Um, you can, you can, um, re- what's it called? Subscribe to her newsletter through that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we can also share, I think when I post this on Instagram, I'll include a link to the Huffington Post story that she was talking about. Um, it's just very freaking cool. And maybe you'll learn something from it, or maybe you'll know someone else who could, uh, use that information in their own lives somehow. So go, yeah. go check out Lelia. She's awesome. All right. Are you ready for one more? We have two more left. Yeah. Lay it on me. Okay. One sec. I'm opening it. Or play it on me. Play it on me. That's good. That's good. Puns. (laughs) If you ever want to thrill Rachel, you just do a pun. Just use a pun. Please. (laughs) Let me make sure I got my sound sharing. I do. Okay. This one comes to us from Ben. 
Um, thanks for the invitation to contribute to the Schmodcast. Um, I've really gotten a lot out of it lately. Um, some criticism of the words people use. Um, but also I learned a little bit about chicken butts and have been following along with Real the, PSAs very closely actually with the saga of the fans yes. and Thank agree you, completely about the, the need to have a fan directly you on you. It. I was actually landing in Khartoum at the time I was listening to that podcast. I had downloaded it before I took off mm. and, uh, and enjoyed likely being in a hotter, the, the, probably the only person listening to the podcast who was in a hotter place yeah. in Hawaii at the time. <laughs> um, okay, so as far as a uh, Tada list, I think I'm going to kind of take the assignment and go in a slightly different direction oh, rather than looking at Tada's. Well, I'm going to look kind of at a couple of recent Tada's, but also look forward a little bit into 2023. Um, mm. One of the things that I did a year ago was get married um, to my lovely partner, Jess. And so just yesterday we celebrated our one-year anniversary, which is fantastic. That's kind of a ta-da. Um, and the looking forward, um, I don't mind sharing that we are trying to get pregnant. And so that mm. would be kind of the ultimate ta-da for 2023 um, <laughs> would be to carry um, life into this world. So we're trying to do that. And in... Um, other kind of domestic tada, um, but definitely less important. Um, you know, recently Atlanta got a freeze, kind of like the rest of the middle of the continental U.S. Mm -hmm. And our pipes at home, at this house Jess and I have been living in for most of the year, uh, froze Oof. and then burst. And at one of the connections where it burst, I actually was able to um, take off some of the piping and then replace it. And then turn the water back onto the house. So that was a real accomplishment. And then again, oh. turning that into a kind of 2023 potential tada. I really want to do a bedroom redesign in our house, Ooh. which involves adding uh, an interior wall and removing one or two interior walls and then creating like a new closet space. So mm. that would be a pretty cool tada. And, mm -hmm. um, Again, a little bit of looking looking back and looking forward. So that's it. Thanks for inviting me to contribute. <laughs> I love you both. And talk to you soon. Bye. Yay. Thanks, Ben. Wow. A lot of ta-da's. You know what I think? I think Ben just introduced a new concept to us, which is a to-do-da. <gasps> Tell me that. I what just is a to-do-da? That's the phrase that you use when what you mean is like, <laughs> I had I had a little ta-da <laughs> That led me to a to-do for a bigger future to-da. Oh, it's a to-do-da. A to-do-da. Mm -hmm. yeah, I love I, that. That's like, it's so funny hearing Ben be like, I heard the assignment and I took it a different direction because I kept doing that for my own to-da's. And I was like, these are just to-do's, not to-da's. <laughs> and this is Ben and I are on the same wavelength. It's a to-do-da, Ben. And I loved hearing all of yours. Yes. He, yeah, though, he, like he was like, I did a ta-da, which was I got married, and then I've got a to-do, which is we want to have a kid. A to-do for the big ta-da. Yeah, yeah, he's like, I had a ta-da, which was fixing the broken pipes, and then my to-do-da is what if I could just totally renovate just, my like, house, do a whole new bed, a whole new yeah. bedroom, and to-do da. That's wow. cool. I love that to-do-da, Ben. Thank you so much. That was awesome. Um, I don't know what else to say. To do da really takes the cake. Thank you. 
<laughs> All right, we have one more community supported tada. So mm. let me let me f- bring this one up for you. I am sharing my sound and it is Carmen. Let's go. Hello, Rachel and Rebecca. This is my tada for 2022. Um this year I decided to throw out the old formula and try something new. And I think that what I realized is that for all my life, I thought that there was a certain formula and if you got the right balance of all the right things, that everything would be perfect. Mm. And so for all my 30 plus years, I've been balancing and balancing this equation, trying to get it right. Mm. And this year I had it perfectly balanced and it wasn't right still. Mm. And so I threw it all out and I tried something new. And so part of the things that went out the door were um, dating, my job the career Mm. um like begging for a promotion that like all those things I was like oh this is gonna make me happy and it didn't and I leaned into some things that I'd always turned my nose up at such as plant Mm -hmm. medicine or and meditation Mm -hmm. and trusting my own intuition and surprisingly changing the equation and trying a lot of new different things was really great and it has been a great second half of the year and I'm closing out the year on a high note Mm. so For a lot of the things that Rachel and Rebecca talk about, sometimes trying something new and considering something different is really awesome. And um, that is my ta-da for 2022. Love you guys. Ta-da! We love you too, Carmen. Love you. Yeah. Oh, what a nice one. I like that so much. Yeah. Yeah. Especially like just to to overcome that feeling too of like we, we have all these goals and we're doing them so that we can feel whole, successful, accomplished, valued, like whatever our reasons are for like, this is, this is what's perfect. And then to get to that summit after I'm sure a ton of effort and work and be like, nah, that ain't it. But then just with, with just as much vigor being like, I'm just going to try new stuff. No Mm -hmm. rules. Good job, Carmen. Ta-da. Carmen, you can't see this because it's a podcast, but you brought Rebecca to tears. (laughs) Yeah, but happy, happy, happy tears. Yeah, but like that struck a chord with you. And I think it strikes a chord with me too. I like, um, I think I feel especially um, touched that that like part of what Carmen is pointing out is something that we worked really hard on this year too, which is to kind of flip the script and let yourself say, um, I'm going to try some new stuff and we'll see how it goes. Yeah. 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 And for, I mean, at least in, in our experience, and it sounds like Carmen's finding the same thing, there's, there's like some immense joy and being like, I just cherry picked the parts of life that work for me and just said, fuck it to all of the other things, regardless of what external pressures are telling you. It's like truly liberating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hope it continues to be so for Carmen and the rest of us. Yeah. Major ta-da. Yeah. Big ta-da. Thank you so much for sharing that, Carmen. And also thanks for mentioning plant medicine. I think there's a future Schmodcast episode in our there's a Schmodcast episode in our future where we talk a little bit more about psilocybin. Yes, and maybe we could have some friends of the show join us to maybe. like share all the different experiences and education. There's so much yeah. out there, different cultures. Yeah. So much. And it helps you end the year on a high note. I see what ah. you did there, Carmen. <laughs> Well, those are those just are our the con- fastest way to Rachel's just heart. Is all puns. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so now that we've heard from some of our community, Rebecca, yes, what's something on your Tada list for twenty twenty two? 
I made like a couple. I like made a long bulleted list. Here's here's some stuff. So the big are wait hold on. Goals, First of all, are they really to dos or are they to do dos? Now that we know about I to do dos, I think they're to dos. Okay, let's go. <laughs> but there's definitely some that are like <laughs> to do dos to do to be a to do dos for okay, sure okay. for sure. Okay, okay. So so um, before we move, I don't know if you even remember this. Before we moved to Hawaii, you mm-hmm. were you were the one that's sharing this like goal of having different hobbies and you're going to try some on and like and like make a little like schedule for yourself to like try different things and dabble which I did not do by the way that was my new year's resolution and I didn't do it no but you inspired me to try it a little bit and I didn't I didn't do it as formally as like every month new hobby but I wanted to do more than just one thing I tend to pick a thing become an expert at it get really really deep and then maybe set it aside forever for many years and I thought why don't I try some multiple stuff. So this year I learned the basics of sailing and like my doll as I sailed by myself in a sailboat that's meant for one person um, all the way out and in like Hilo Bay protected with this like big break wall. I went outside the wall y'all open seas sailor Rebecca. That's a major ta-da. It was a big ta-da and it was it was really really fun. It was some it was the hard work of it's a whole new language. There's all these new people and strangers. And so that's also something that I like want to celebrate about it. Yes, is that I you had to interact with people. new people. That's new people. hard. I know. Major ta-da for me. And then um, little hobby stuff. I had a garden this year and yes. I really hated all of the like you have to remember to water them but don't water them <laughs> too much. So my big ta-da there with the garden was I came up with a drip irrigation yes, system. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. And the big ta-da here is normally I buy a lot of gear. Rachel can attest to how yes. many gadgets we have in the kitchen. But I did this with just minimal, like a big five-gallon bucket and mm-hmm. some tubing and a tiny little spigot. We saved it some cost, milk jugs. Yeah. Yep. It costs less than $30. And I made a system where now I think I only have to water – once every couple weeks, I just have to go kind of check, make sure all the, the roots bucket. are getting water. Yeah. Yeah. And so that was – that made it feel like I want to keep gardening because it's yes. not as much work and it's a little more benefit. So that was a big yes. ta And then um, on the work side, I got another certification. I now have 14, which is probably meaningless to everybody. It's not 3,000 hours of work like Ugh. Matt, but, but it was – a big accomplishment, um, especially for like the type of work that I spend my time doing is less technical. So that felt like a personal achievement that I was still like deepening that side. Of I my just want to acknowledge too that Rebecca, you tend to underplay your um, work expertise. I, I, because I don't work in the same field as you, I don't have any way to understand on my <laughs> own how big of a deal this stuff is. And um, I'm just assuming it's a bigger deal than what you're letting on to right now. So ta-da! <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll say it. It was a it was a ta-da because it was just extra. It was just something I did for myself. It wasn't anything to do with mm-hmm. my like roles and responsibilities for my job. Um, the other ta-da thing is that I have this award from Salesforce called MVP, and I've gotten it every year for five years in a row and I was just renewed earlier this year for my sixth year in a row which is like very cool and so that's a to-do da because there's a future hopeful accolade but we 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 don't want to we can't talk about it yet but maybe in a future yeah it's a to-do da but uh the ta-da was renewing there as an active MVP which was 
really awesome. And that that particular award, just for everybody to know, is like what changed my career stars. Like that's yes. why really accelerated a lot of the successes I've had and being able to speak at conferences and all of those things. And please correct me if I'm wrong, but this accolade, the MVP from Salesforce is quite exclusive, um, quite elusive in that people aren't really sure how to get it and involves Mm -hmm. a lot of extra effort outside of your paid labor. It involves a lot Mm -hmm. of trying to support other people and not just for this product, but like supporting other people to be able to use this product to improve their own livelihoods, improve the lives of clients, like make things like work better for us in general. Like you spend a lot of extra energy trying to help people outside of your paid labor. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I think, um, I don't know the exact number, but there's something like, um, 500,000 customer like organizations use Salesforce. It's probably more at this point, but let, let's use that as a number. And at, at last count, I think there was something like 10 million people do Salesforce jobs like around the around right. the world. Like have a job and, that involves them having to build or use Salesforce yeah, exclusively. Yeah. yeah. And not just like use Salesforce like if they're a salesperson, but like actually be the ones like mm-hmm. building it or configuring it. And so of that pool of people – they, they used to say it was like the top 1%, but now the numbers are skewed. It's something like 200, maybe 250 active MVPs mm-hmm. at any given year. And then what makes this like an especially big to for me is um, it's it's like a little hard for me to even like accept it, kind of like imposter syndrome thing. But like to be to be renewed as active every single year for six years in a row is like extremely rare and special yes. because – it's like the baseball MVP where you really like it would be kind of unheard of in professional baseball for somebody to be the MVP every single year for yeah. six years. In yeah. A row. And so I'm not alone in that endeavor. I'm not the first person to ever do it, but I am among like some of the people that I look up to the most in my career. I'm in that group with them, which yeah. feels really cool. And yeah. part of the reason you um, maybe undersell this a little bit is that you are also part of a circle of very impressive people in this field. And so like, you're not the first person you know to get this accolade, but for most Salesforce users out there and def- and Salesforce professionals, you would be the only person they know who's ever even gotten close to this. Yeah. And there's all these like little, little reminders to me too, like to, because you're right. I do run with the, the circle of people that make that all feel yeah, really normalized. Just the most amazing so. people. Yeah. <laughs> and but that so should fun. cue you so in funny. that like the fact that you run in a circle of the most amazing people is a sign of how amazing you are. Uh, thank you. Hair toss, hair toss, just because <laughs> you can't see it. Um, yeah. So that was a ta-da. I was, that felt really good. And, um, but like, who cares about that? Because yeah. I also read 18 books this year. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And they weren't all workbooks, only two workbooks. One and a half a month is a lot for a year of like regular work and like mm-hmm. also the transition of moving somewhere new and getting used yeah. to a new place. And you had to meet strangers and learn how to sail. I mean. I know. I know. It's a big year. That's really good. And then I'll, my last two were been building. They get bigger and bigger to Dawes every yep, time. Okay. But okay. Okay. This one's a joint one for us. I don't know if it's on your list, but we uh, started a podcast. To we Dawes. started we did 17 a podcast. Episodes. Schmodcast. It's a podcast. It's a podcast. It's a podcast. Schmodcast. My eldest nephew sang that song to me the other day on Zoom. And that's how you know that we've made it. Yeah. We've, We've done officially arrived. Really important. 
Yeah, and maybe we don't know about pop culture anymore, but uh, <laughs> we're dialed in. in blue? Who is I don't the lady know. in blue? I don't okay. know, but we're dialed into like what what ten and eleven year olds want. So, <laughs> which is I think we're intro nailing songs. It. Yeah, <laughs> although he does really need us to put it on Amazon Music so that Alexa can play it for him. I don't yeah. know. And since I'm the host, of the platform <laughs> tech support person, um, I am going to make that a goal for 2023 is to get that on his Alexa. Okay, that's a to do dot. And then that's a to do dot. And then my last to da is uh, Rachel and I bought a house ah! yesterday. <laughs> Yeah, we did. Literally yesterday. Literally yesterday, we signed the paperwork. Well, we're we're home buyers apparent. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, for for people who haven't bought houses in every single state in America, apparently the rules are different in different states. And so in some places you sign the paperwork and get the keys right then. In other states like ours, you sign the paperwork and then they have to like wait a couple of days to make sure the paperwork looks great and then they fund it and then you get the house. So yeah. we won't be like, like one moving week. in until next week, but – uh, but we it's will official. technically we own it, it a week from the day we sign the papers. So, like, it mm-hmm. is for real. It's uh, no going back. We are homeowners for the first time in either of our lives. And guess yeah. who was not involved in this process at all? Who? Men. There were no men involved. Zero men. No, no offense <gasps> to the men that we love. But You're Rebecca really? and I bought a house using the a female uh, loan provider and loan officer female escrow agent or whatever their titles are Mm -hmm. and our primary contact from the people we were buying it from was also the female head of that household it was just Mm. all ladies getting it done yeah i hadn't even noticed that how cool me neither i just thought of it just literally right now sisters are doing (laughs) it for themselves (laughs) we can have it all yeah, I, I will say regardless of gender, like what gender you identify with, uh, Rachel and I are going to be very interested in getting advice about what it is to own a house and what one does and how to <laughs> yeah. prioritize all the things that are going <gasps> how to do you own to a do house? house. How do you do that? How do you do it? We're not sure, but we're excited. Yeah. <laughs> it is. I am so proud of you, Rebecca. Like owning a home has been, we've looked at our astrology charts. I don't have anything in my chart for like career or ownership or like any, any, anything about assets. And I'm extremely achievement motivated. So this was a big one for me. Yes. And (laughs) what happens for me is that just like once every few years, I'll have like a sinking sense of like dread and shame over the fact that I'm still paying rent and that I'm probably Mm going to end up being like homeless in my old age because I'm wasting all my money on rent. And instead, like you converted that like sense of shame and dread into like action and actually helped us get to the point. And we had so many steps along the way where there was some sense of like, this is just never going to happen. We're not going to be able Mm -hmm. to do this. Oh, it's going to be another two years. Oh, it's going to be another however many years. And instead, teamwork style, we like identified an opportunity, got all the paperwork in to prove that we could handle that opportunity and converted it into an actual home ownership. Yeah. And I think for me, like uh, some of that was, was even just that feeling that you're supposed to pick the place you want to be in for the next 30 oh, years, God. which essentially yeah. is the rest of your life. 
And I just couldn't, I was like, ugh, commitment phobe over here. Can't handle it. And, and I think both of us, um, realizing that we like the place we're in, we want to put down roots, but those roots don't mean that we're not still freely moving about the world and the countryside. Isolate, then saturate. That's the way we operate. We operate. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And so that's what made this feel like especially achievable. And then everything just worked out, which Tracy, our friend and astrologist, um, just told me earlier this week that, and she believes this to be true, that like home buying can be a process and really annoying, but the house you're supposed to live in, everything just works out. And that was mm-hmm. totally the case for this mm-hmm. one. Everything that looked like it was going to be a hurdle just got like solved for us or with us in a way that felt like really, I don't want to say easy, but like, don't make me cry. Don't do that thing. Don't make me cry. Oh, ta-da. <laughs> anyway, so just to, so we don't just start crying immediately. Look away. We, ta-da, own a house. And then um, the biggest achievement, though, for me personally, you're going to be shocked it's not the house, is I saw so many amazing marine creatures this year snorkeling <gasps> and scuba-ing that I want to give a quick ta-da. Thank you, Ocean, for loving me, for giving me reef sharks dolphins so many dolphins oh, that i started oh. to be like dolphins are regular oh manta God. rays octopus i got pretty good at finding those you did and finally a seahorse i got to hold a seahorse oh, that was very good now that was technically at the ocean rider um, no but it still can seahorse farm yeah but it came right on over linked its cute little tail around my pinky finger i'm gonna we're gonna glitz that and put it on the on the pod insta but you are totally right just like the number also like i really do think you have some kind of special connection with rays because you have seen spotted rays on so many of your snorkels Mm -hmm. and swims and dives like these things just these creatures just keep coming to you Yeah. yeah I, I, I think so too. I mean, I don't want to get like cocky about it, but I just, I always feel like really like, I don't know, like, like hug. It's like an ocean hug when one of these like magical creatures comes out and just like swims by. It's really, really cool. So your connection with this stuff is so strong. (laughs) Your, your connection with marine life is so strong that me, a girl from Kansas, who's basically still afraid of the water, even though I'm scuba certified, I get emotional <laughs> hearing you talk about it. And like I Ugh. get I get like a peripheral glow. Like mm-hmm. I'm still having a, a like 50% panic attack every time we get in the water. Uh, but my childhood trauma has helped me just like swallow that down and like deal with the panic. Thank <laughs> you so much. And and I still like I now finally understand what you mean when you say like it's the closest you get to like feeling or seeing God and like understanding mm-hmm. our purpose on life is like when you are under water in the ocean with these creatures. I don't get it directly. I get it peripherally from you. Oh, yeah. I love that. Yeah. It's really cool. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So those are my ta-da's. I'm Ta-da! dying to hear yours though. Okay. Well, I had a bunch of ta-da's as well. Um, I think a big one for me was our isolate, saturate. That's the way we operate. we operate. Yeah. I somehow, I mean, it was a big deal to move to a totally new place, figure out a totally new way of life. We are brave. We are amazing. We had so much fun doing it. And it's hard. And there's times that you (laughs) really want to kind of like shut down and you're like not sure Mm -hmm. if you made the right choices. And um, I think one of my big ta-da's was that I went on two major international trips Mm -hmm. from Hawaii. And I was afraid that um, 
moving here would make that very difficult. And it's a really important part of my identity. So um, I discovered it is totally possible. I can totally isolate and saturate. I can totally live here most of the time, get into a groove, make actual friends, like feel invested in being here and go away for a month or even two months at a time Mm -hmm. to explore a new place. And um, it's also kind of cool that like in DC, when we lived in DC, um, most of our circles traveled internationally at yep. least some and many extensively. And so while I traveled a lot, I think it was sort of, oh yeah, I've been there. Like, oh cool. Tell me about that. Or like, and that was a nice thing while we were in DC. I'm relearning what it's like to live in a place where most people don't have those opportunities. And right. so I, I'm, I'm trying to be really um, cognizant of like what a huge deal it is that I was able to take those trips from where we live in the middle of the Pacific Ocean, as opposed to traveling to those places from San Francisco or New York or yeah. anywhere mainland U.S., honestly. Well, and also, like, not forgetting the fact that even just, like, the logistics of the travel, like, mm-hmm. living on the East Coast to get to Europe or North Africa, which is, like, predominantly where most of the people we were talking to were traveling. I think mm-hmm. it was, like, usually European trips. That's, like, a six-hour flight, which, mm-hmm. like, no offense, that's still a long flight, but you got to times three times yeah. four it for like what you're doing. And it turns out I am motivated enough, both like emotionally and physically, that mm-hmm. I made that work and had a good attitude about it and felt fine in all the places I went. Yeah. And um, and I'm excited to do that some more. Um, another big thing that I sort of converted here was my love of ultimate Frisbee. So Mm. part of settling in here was discovering that I can still play Ultimate Frisbee at levels that are really fun for me. My body is not too old, too tired, too injured to do it. Mm -hmm. And like the sort of level of play and community here is really good for me. So I've been playing a lot and feeling really good about my my abilities. Like I'm not going to be able to play for literally forever for my whole life, but none of us get to do anything forever because we all die eventually. Um, one of my tadas was just like, yeah, putting myself out there, going to play and like developing a new routine with that. And also a little bit of a to-do da is that like you found a way to extend like your love for Ultimate Frisbee in a way that fits your life right now, Mm. which includes also going to a big tournament next year. And I remember when you never retired, but you hung up your cleats from like more competitive club sport. I remember you telling me in D.C., this will be my last tournament. I'm just blah, 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 all the reasons. And I just I love the fact that. That was that was such a thing that you took a lot of pleasure in that you you kind of grieved that that might have been your last one. And I love the fact that like you found a new way that yeah. like fits in the current level of play and how like hard you are on your body and all of that. It's like really exciting that you're going to do a Thanks. tournament again next year. I did also to just buy my first pair of wide cleats. So mm. yes. to accommodate my Get bunions. Get that toe box wide. Just got to accommodate yes. those bunions. I was just thinking the other day, total side note, but you know how I'm always like, I'm annoyed that with all the foot problems I have, everybody's always like, it's from wearing inappropriate footwear. And I'm like, I don't wear fucking inappropriate footwear. I've always worn basically orthopedic shoes. Flats, yeah. Well, you know what my inappropriate footwear is, I think? It's my cleats. Oh, your narrow toe boxes. It had never occurred to me Mm. that I, sure, I don't wear high heels, 
but I wear cleats for many hours of continual motion and almost all of While the cleats are like very narrow they squeeze running. your toes yeah isn't that funny for the toesies <sighs> that is funny every time a podiatrist has mentioned it to me I'm, i've been like i don't wear inappropriate shoes like i'm only wearing good shoes it just would have been helpful if they'd offered examples and included things that weren't high heels yeah like they just always said, just like, mention high heels all the online articles all the podiatrists they're like oh many women experience this from high heels and i'm like i do not wear those I don't know mm-hmm. what to tell you. <laughs> yeah. But like second oh. bullet, like did you run out of space or characters in the tweet? Second bullet, cleats or things cleats. with a narrow toe box. Anything with a narrow toe box, including your athletic shoes. Like you should not be weightlifting in running shoes, for example, is something That's we should have been told. very serious. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You got to know that. That's a big yeah. one. Yeah. 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 I know it now. I'm uh, 38. We know it now. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so, so but now everybody listening to this knows it too. Everybody so. knows. Get yourself Ta-da. some yeah, zero lift wide toe box, basically barefoot shoes is what you need. And they don't make those for cleats. Yes. So you just gotta get wide, wide cleats. Um <laughs> also on my to-do list was officiating my uncle's Mark and Tim's wedding, which was just like a <gasps> highlight of the year for so me. So good. It was so magical and wonderful. And um I think based on that experience to some degree is why I've also been invited to officiate a wedding next year. That's a to-do da to-do da for some friends here. And I'd like to say I have a hundred percent same sex wedding officiating uh record so far. So I think that that's also something I'm very proud of. Um that people trust me with that process for them. Um it makes me feel really good about myself. So Ta-da. Ta-da. That's a Um, really good one. I have two more things. This is going kind of long. Is that okay? Wait. Well, I had so many ta-da's. Are you kidding? Okay. Let's keep keep it going. I know you're also – I'm excited that we have so many things to celebrate. In the process of baking bread, though. Are we okay still? Yeah. Yeah. We um, (laughs) – just for everybody's awareness, I'm trying a new type of bread that I've never done before. (laughs) Ta-da. And we have like – we have probably like – 10 more minutes before I'm going to start getting like darting around looking anxious. Okay. Yeah. This isn't going to take that long. My next ta-da is that, um, you know, as while we were during the pandemic in DC, living in DC, I became a birth doula and did some training to be a death doula. And I've been hoping to convert those practices into um, a side hustle here. And then maybe eventually like a long-term full-time job. Um, and I have mm-hmm. not done that yet, but I realized that my ta-da from this year was that I supported a number of people remotely in an unofficial capacity. Yeah, Friends, siblings of friends, friends of friends, acquaintances. And every time someone asks me for birth doula advice or support or last minute questions, I find I really do have something to offer. I know answers to things. Yeah. I know how, what questions to ask. And um, it's it's turning into some ideas about a new way to be a birth doula in the future um, and like, like maybe create a new practice of being an on-call, like phone-based doula support services for folks. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of a to-da for me, that realization of um, it's going to look differently for me here than it may have when we still lived in D.C., but that that's still a big part yeah. of who I am. 
including also with the death doula stuff. Like I'm really proud of myself that when we moved here, I basically immediately got involved with hospice and I've been volunteering with the local hospice Mm -hmm. organization for a full year now and getting more and more comfortable and knowledgeable about um, end of life support too. Yeah. And the final. really good ta-da. Thanks. My final (laughs) ta-da is that partly because of wanting to be able to provide doula services, I realized I needed to buy a car for the first time in my life. I do not want to own a car, but I need to own a car. And the only kind of car. Don't tell Viv. I know. I won't tell Viv. Viv is my new car. I I bought a mini, (gasps) mini Cooper Clubman in August. It was a full nightmare because it immediately broke down several times and took like many months of uh, many, many more dollars and a lot of crying and despair. And the car is running beautifully now and I use it for all kinds of um, ultimate Frisbee and errands and hospice stuff and doula stuff yeah. and all the things I wanted it to to provide for me was this like mobility and freedom and I'm um I'm really proud of myself for that so that's a really that's an all caps to da that's you. a really big one Thank to you. like push past the fact that you never really cared for driving didn't really <laughs> want to own a car they're all money sucks even when they're like doing great and to persevere through and like buy the car of your dreams. And we also learned like just for everybody who's wondering why it was such a trial tribulation. Oh, the island is super hard on cars. Yeah. And if you don't drive them a lot or very often, then they get like, I don't know, sea breeze, salt water in yeah, the air, get stuck in is. the pipes. But this car that Rachel bought just wasn't driven enough. And so I'm really happy that you like got her all fixed and you've given her a second lease on life because now she gets to drive around with us well and it was also like a little bit of an experiment for all of us and like just a vulnerability like having to express to like you Mm -hmm. and other loved ones that i was just like i feel so angry i feel upset i'm i'm embarrassed i'm ashamed and even sometimes like knowing that those feelings were not really valid but i was feeling them anyway it was really a a really good sort of personal growth experiment around like I don't want to be in this situation, but I am. And, and like, let's get through it together. So, and now I have a car that works. Yeah. So that's great. Yeah. And we named her Viv. Yeah, Viv. I love her. Yeah. She's so cute. Phyllis. And she's really zippy. Phyllis and Viv are our two cars for the household now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So I know that's we got it. We got to get moving because we're, first of all, talked for a really long time. And also you have to make bread. So let's do our outro, <laughs> like kind of fast. Our outro this time is... I well, I saw an Instagram video about a fuck free twenty three, which we'll now okay. refer to as F free twenty three. But the idea is, how can you give less of an F in twenty twenty three? Like, what's something that you could care less about? And I don't mean you couldn't care less about. I mean, what is something that you could? Yeah, that's another pet yes, peeve, everyone. Something. What is something that you could intentionally try to care less mm. about? Give fewer Fs about in a healthy way in 2023 something you can let go of yeah i think it's it's not like revelatory at all but my general like theme is like i work a lot workaholic blah 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 and i don't i don't think that i like celebrate 
or just like practice joy as much as I would like to. And so I want to let go of that feeling of like, I should be doing something productive or I should be doing something that's like because of some achievement and just like try to find stuff that I like to do because I like to do it. Mm -hmm. Like sailing's a good example. I, I, I think the reason that I initially like pulled the trigger on this like sojourn and sailing's not like the easiest thing on the planet. It's like a lot of new terms, a lot of, a lot of, lot crap you have to do to put the sailboat together and sail it. Uh, It was so that we could like go to places that you can only access for snorkeling and scuba diving from a boat. Like I was like, how do I get access to a boat and do this? And, and that's like, that's more just like achievement stuff and not like joy, joy. And I have actually found that being out on the water and sailing is super fun and pleasurable. And so now I want to like, just like reinforce for myself, like you can just do the thing because you want to do it, not because it's like an end aim to it. Yeah. Yeah, like the the like doing it because it's fun is like the is the point. Yeah. And so that'll be something that I to do da looking into next yeah. year is to just let go of that like well it has to be valuable in some way or it's not worth yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, your um fuck free 23 is like really closely related to mine. <gasps> yeah, I love her on the I same know. page. <laughs> because mine is also to release some of the to-dos. I um mm. I I find myself basically to-do list oriented 24/7. Yep. And I wake up thinking about it, I go to sleep thinking about it and our lifestyle now is less conducive to that and it's like a little bit mm-hmm. we've worked really hard to overcome some of that productivity mindset. And that's what Mm -hmm. I would like to do in 2023 is like find this balance where I am still doing things. I'm active. I'm enjoying what I'm doing. And that sometimes leads to producing things, but that the Mm -hmm. actual end goal, the production part is like less weighing on me that I spend less time fretting about like what all I need to get done. Yeah. Yeah. I love that for you and for us. Yeah. That's going to be fun. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, it's it's especially I think good for us to to do doll both of those because with this new house baby, I think there's going to be a lot of opportunities oh, to challenge yeah. that one. And yeah. it's going to be really good for us and all our loved ones to help support us yes, in this endeavor too. Listening. By the way, you're not off the hook. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just to help us remember that this is this is our fuck free 23 goal and help us accomplish yes, that. Please. Cause we're so much happier when we're like free and breezy. Well, sometimes <laughs> I think that's hard for me though. Like I think I would like to get to the point where I can actually sink into that free breezy happiness right now. I, yeah, I, same. I like self-sabotage my free breezy time by like stressing about the things I should be doing. Same. Yeah. So that's, that's a big, that's a big to do doll for to-do-da. us, but that'll feel really good. I love it. Well, we are going to um, remind you that if you have hot top suggestions or want to submit a response to something mm-hmm. or connect or correct, you can call or text us if you know us or email schmodcastthepodcast at gmail.com or find schmodcastthepodcast on Instagram. And just to leave you all with one final Christmas card note, this is actually from Carmen, who we heard from earlier on the show, mm-hmm. who sent the cutest little pop-up Christmas card of a kitty cat on presents. Oh, with cats everywhere. It's so cute. I love this line. We will leave you with words from Carmen, who says, "'Tis the season to be ridiculously cheerful and explode with kindness." Mm-hmm. Beep-bop, boop-bop, bop-bop. Beep-boop, beep-bop, bop-bop.